Hi, you're listening to the Rav Desla Pasha podcast with me, Avram Ziedman. Join us as we weave together philosophy, psychology and Kabbalah to uncover new depth to our weekly Torah reading. So for today's podcast, I would like to look at the subject of taking medicine. Is it okay to take medicine? And if it is okay, why is it okay to take medicine? When the Jewish people were traveling in the desert and one day someone found, hey, there's a spot on me, there's a white spot, there's this white spot, a different color white spot, there's a green spot, there's a red spot. They did not go to the doctor, rather, you go to the Kohen. And the Kohen would look at the spot and it was through the Kohen who would heal the spot. But we know that what caused the spot, speaking Lashon Hara, feeling haughty, putting an eye in Hara on someone, all these things were spiritual. There was a spiritual illness of being haughty, thinking you're better than other people, and there was a spiritual illness of saras, and therefore it had to be dealt with in a spiritual sense. You'll then go outside the camp, and you'll have to put a scarf around your mouth, and you'll have to be in isolation, and you'll ponder and think about what is it like to be around people. If you can't be around people, then you have to separate yourself. And then once a person does the shiver, then the spots will go away. So surely, if anybody gets ill, it's all coming from Hashem. So isn't it kind of a distraction? Hashem says, hi, I'm giving you a message. You're ill because of a reason. And then the person says, oh, I'm ill. Let me go to the doctor. Is that correct? Surely, if a person's ill, that must be coming from Hashem. Nothing's random. And if it's coming from Hashem, then why should it be that just you just, you know, it's like, here, just take some pills. What? If the illness is coming for a reason, why would it be that you just take some pills and everything's okay. Surely the right approach is don't take the pills. Stay away from the pills and instead do Teshuvah. Now when we look at the Rishonim, it seems to be there is actually two schools of thought. We have the Ramban versus the Rambam. Nachmanides versus Maimonides. Says the Ramban in Vayikra 26.11 that when Yisrael are, are, are being good, they're shlemim, they're complete, then Hashem will take them out of nature and they won't require any doctors at all. King Hezkiah became ill and he went to a doctor and he gets a double whammy telling off. Number one, you got ill and you didn't do Teshuva? And number two, and you went to a doctor? If it's not bad enough that you didn't do the right thing or doing Teshuva, but that you'd also go to a doctor? How dare you go to a doctor? What are you doing with a doctor? Where do you think the illness came from? It was Hashem. So why are you going to a doctor? If, however, a person chooses not to live in the spiritual world and says, I want to live in the physical world, and therefore I want to have physical medicine, Hashem gives permission for the doctors to treat those people. And you can even see this, that we know that if someone hurts someone else, let's say someone breaks someone else's leg, they have to pay different damages. You have to pay, this leg is not working as well. They might not be able to do the same job, pay for that. You have to also pay for the pain that was inflicted, the embarrassment that's inflicted, and also... You have to pay the doctor's fee. The Torah says, Verapa, you up here, you've got to pay the doctor's fee. How can the Torah say pay the doctor's fee when surely going to a doctor would go against halacha? The answer is the Torah is not expecting people to live on a miracle level. If a person is on a miracle level, fine. For me, there's one rule. For everyone else, there's another rule. For me, I'm meant to live on that higher plane. For other people, no. When you're looking at someone else, you have to look at it from a natural world and therefore you have to pay for the doctor's fees. But what is clear from the Ramban is that one is not meant to go to a doctor. If one already is in that paradigm of nature, then you go to the doctor. Then it's permitted for a doctor to treat a person. 
and a person should not be in that paradigm. That's the Ramban. And now we move to the Rambam. And the Rambam in Perish HaMishnayis, in Pesachim, in the fourth chapter, Mishnah test, the ninth Mishnah, it says, there are six things that Chizkiah, the Melech, did. Out of those, three were accepted and three were not accepted. One of the things which is accepted is, is that he hid the Sefer Refuos. He hid the book of healing. So what is this book of healing? So the Rambam explains was that sometimes you're allowed to study a certain subject, just not put it into practice. You're allowed to, um, I don't know, study the anatomy of a pig, just don't eat it. There was a book which had inside it, this heals this, this heals that, etc. But you're not allowed to use it. You can't put it into practice. These healing powers were forbidden. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was Kishif, maybe it was magic, or, or Ruach Hatumah. Or, or maybe that when you use it, it had it was it was dangerous to use. Maybe it might help, but it caused other damages. I'm not quite sure. But either way, these things you're not allowed to use. But they wrote it down to be able to have the chokhmah to understand what these different things are. Chizkiah decided I'm going to get rid of it because unfortunately people are looking at it and they're using it. There we go. That's what the Rambam says. But then the Rambam is very sharp and he goes further and he said, I heard people say that this. Sefer Refuos, people think this is what Shlomo HaMelech wrote. And Shlomo HaMelech came up with all the different ways of being able to heal someone via nature. And yet, when Chizkiah saw that people were using it and they were turning to nature as opposed to Hashem, then he hid it because he didn't want people being distracted. He didn't want people not focusing, rather than focusing on doing Teshuvah, they're going to go, hey, look, let's just take this pill, which will answer. And therefore, Chizkiah hid it in order to make sure that people will stay connected to Hashem and not forget about Hashem and only go into the world of nature. Now, the Rambam says about this, and it's, it's very harsh words. Have you ever heard of such a stupid thing? And yet, they even put that into and say that's what Chizkiah was doing? Are they mad? Again, if you look at the words, it's, it's very, very harsh here. He says, rubbish. What are you talking about? How can you say that? According to this logic, should people eat? Let me ask you a question. If you're hungry, should you eat bread? Why do you think you're hungry? That comes from Hashem. Surely if you're hungry, then the correct approach is daven to Hashem. You see, if you're going to be living in a world where you need to eat food, well, why do you need to eat food? Well, <laughs> you have to eat food. Okay, so you have to also take medicine. What's the difference? You get tired, you need to sleep. If you're hungry, you need to eat. And if you're ill, you need to take medicine. And when you are eating, you're meant to eat and realize this is coming from Hashem. And thank you very much, Hashem, for the food. And when you're taking medicine, you're meant to realize, Hashem, you are making this medicine work. So it seems a bit of an argument here between the, Ram, the Ramban on the one side, who seems to be saying you should not go to a doctor, versus the Rambam, who says you should go to a doctor in very strong terms. What's the answer? So Avdessa says, as he classically says generally, is there's no argument. There's no argument between the Ramban and the Rambam. They both agree. It is only a question on what level are we referring to? What type of person are we talking to? If a person can go without food, then they shouldn't take medicine either. When Moshe went to receive the Torah, he didn't eat for 40 days. And yet he was still a human being. And he still was on planet Earth. The Gemara Sukkot talks about that there's still a distance between him and Shomayim. So for Moshe, who didn't need to eat, why? Because he's on such a high level, he understood he was beyond the physical world. Why do, why do I need to eat? So for Moshe, who didn't need to eat, he also 
did not need to take medicine. But if someone's living on a level where you do need to eat, well, you need to eat, then you need to take medicine too. The Ramban is saying is that when the Jewish people are very high madriga, and they don't re- they don't they're not reliant on physicality, including food, then don't take medicine. But if you're someone who says, I need to sleep, I need to eat, then what difference is there between eating and medicine? It's all the same thing. Once you're living in the world of physicality, then you need to live in the world of physicality. And imagine someone says, hey, you know what? Okay, fine. <laughs> um, from now on, I'm not eating. I'm not taking medicine, and therefore I'm not eating. No, you can't do that. Because a person has to live on the level that they are at. You can't jump and pretend you're living on a level that you're not really there. If a person truly internalized that ain odd movado, there's nothing else other than Hashem, and that we're really living in an illusion, and there's no such reality to physicality, then fine. Then he can go without food, or drink, or medicine. But if a person's not on that level and says, well, oh, look, someone else is doing it, we should do it, let me try it as well, it will fail. And it'll be very dangerous, I don't advise trying that. Because you have to live on your level. And the level that we're at is to be able to take the medicine and appreciate where the medicine came from. When the Yidin in the desert had Saras, they were living on a different plane. They were living in a different reality. They were eating man. For them, they had the spiritual disease. When they lost the spiritual disease, nowadays there's no Saras. It's not because it's, it's technology and medicine. It's not because we are on a higher level. It's because we're not living in that dimension. We're no longer living on the spiritual level where there is a direct connection between illness and an Aveira. Now, with all this knowledge, we may say, well, you know what? Gone are the days of people living in this such a high-level spiritual level. So, so why bother learning it? And you know, there is a reason why. One should always know where the, where the goal is. I want to be able to put into my sat-nav, which direction am I going into? We have to realize, even if we never get there, what is the direction? What are we striving for? We are striving to be able to understand on a higher level, more and more, that Hashem is the one who's running everything, and there is no nothing random, and there's really Hashem hidden beyond nature. Yes, I'm living in nature, but I realize that there is a world above me, and I can strive for that. Even if I never get there, I can move and edge further and further towards it. And in a similar sense, we can say the same thing when it comes to Panasa, getting a job. Please, God, we'll, we'll do another podcast in this in more detail. If a person says, Hashem will provide, I don't need to get a job. Well, where's this coming from? If it's coming out of laziness, then very certainly they should get a job. If a person, that they truly believe that Hashem is going to look after them, and they're on that level, if they're on that level, that is the correct thing. But if a person feels there is a connection between putting effort into my work and getting money in return then it's inappropriate for them to stop working. We have to work according to the level that, that we are at. If I believe, to the extent that I believe that my effort is going to give me panasa, that's the extent of how much panasa I need to be able to work. Of course, if you have someone who hardly puts anything into their panasa and, and generally has the attitude of Hashem will provide, if, God forbid, um, someone in the family got ill, then it would be a contradiction for that person to say, we need to now search the entire world to go to whatever country to get the best of the best of the best doctor. That, that would be a contradiction. When it comes to panasa, when it comes to getting finance, you say God provide. Well, if you say that, then you say the same thing when it comes to medicine. So if a person feels that if, God forbid, someone was ill, I would have to go private and I would have to spend a fortune to get the very best medicine, then according to that logic as well, then they should also get a panasa.
it's not all or nothing. It's not either I'm in nature or I'm in the spiritual. There's different degrees to it. And we have to be honest and know where we are and also at the same time realize that there are higher levels beyond that. When it comes to alternative medicines, how far do you go? It's not that, oh, okay, I'm going to one of doctor now, so now I'll try every single alternative medicine ever. The ones which are not scientifically proven, the ones which, you know, well, there's maybe, uh, you know, maybe there's you know some chance in doing it. You don't go all the way. You do what will make you feel like, no, I've done my part, Hashem, you do the rest. When one of my children once was in hospital, I got a call from a friend and said, have you tried light beams? I said, what? Light beams. And you got different colours, and the different colours, when you change the light bulb, that's going to, to make this, you know, that, that, that apparently is very good and, and can do wonders. And, and I spoke to my wife about it. She said, is that really where our Hishtadlis is at? If I didn't do that, and God forbid something worse happened, would I kick myself and say, oh, I should have used light beams? And I said, no. So my wife, correctly, she always knows best. So my wife said, no, so we shouldn't do that. And that's correct, because that's going beyond the Hishtadlis. In fact, Rav Desla has this litmus test. He says when it comes to Panasa, and we can apply it to medicine as well. If you don't do this Hishtadlis, if you don't put this effort in, and things don't go your way, will you regret it? If you regret it, it means you're on that level where you need to do it as well. If you don't regret it, then don't do it. If I choose to work an hour less, and I see my money going down, if I regret it and think, ah, I should have worked longer, then you need to work longer. But if you don't feel that, then don't work that extra hour. If you didn't take homeopathic medicine, and after it doesn't go your way, and you go, ah, I should have gone to a homeopath, then take that homeopathic medicine. But if you feel like that's going a step too far, it's not that, that far is not required of me to do my hishtadlis, then don't. The main thing is we need to be consistent. As long as we eat, we take medicine. Please God, in Mimo see my mother, your Chavid Bash Hashanah, should have a complete and total Rufur Shalema. Baruch Rufay Choylem, blessed Hashem, who is the one who does all the healing. Wishing you all a healthy Shabbos. Good Shabbos.